0: is dead following the shooting at a Walmart in Greenville County. Deputies say the victim died from at least one gunshot wound to the upper body. The investigators say the suspect and the victim seem to know each other and were involved in some type of dispute. Sky. Sky. Ooh, is he in the 864? I got hands for you, had blueprints. No, I got plans for you, last mm-hmm. here it is. Got one chance for you, promise I won't even spare. Passing glance that you wanted? it, I got it. Yeah. Have a you
1: Go ahead, let that rock, dude.
0: Just let that rock, dude.
1: We got the artist in the studio. We don't have to worry about copyright. Okay. Uh, thank you. That is Millennial Mastermind Terrible Times. That is a song. Go ahead, tell him, Jay. 864 My City. Mm. That I think I told Jake to play that song how many times when you first a showed bunch. it to me? A bunch. We listened to it about four or five times in a row. It's one of my favorites. It's definitely 864 Anthem.
0: Yes, it's coming. It'll be out with this episode.
1: I'm very excited. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm we back. We are back. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, yeah, we, we took a little break. I'm just been a lazy piece of shit because of this quarantine and.
0: Well, yeah, and there hadn't really been a ton of stuff really worth talking about, so no. it's been a, kind of a nice little hiatus. Brave. If you guys don't follow us, the
1: Instagram has been popping. Yeah. Because I've been really. I mean, I got rid of my personal Instagram, so hooks like so on that's why I've been seeing like doing. more E thoughts. Yeah. the
0: Hlh page. Yes. yes. Okay.
1: We're following E thoughts. Shout out. Uh, when is your Philadelphia bath water bathwater coming up? Oh, I saw that on there. I've, I have a few uh, a few Display.
0: shipments coming. Yikes! I, mean, I may or may not drink <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Also, if if you want to come to my pizza party, I sent you and. Send right. I came to text store. we'll post it on Instagram. That'll get that'll get pulled. We down. definitely
1: won't post it on Instagram. But for uh, those of you,
0: before we get into it, I'll, I'll paint the picture. It was a guy. A guy I follow on Twitter. I don't even really know. He just runs a humor it was page. A
1: veggie pizza and a pocket pussy with an asshole.
0: Yeah, and a in a Mountain Dew. So I <laughs> sent the- it to our group group chat and said pizza party if y'all want to come over. But the guy just captioned it on Twitter as the, mood.
1: The other person in our uh, group chat will definitely actually come came over. over. Yeah, he did come over and he was like, "Where is it?" Yeah.
0: Where's the silicone ass at? <laughs>
1: but, uh, you know, the only thing, um, before you get into news, I did want to say the the Playboy Cardia and Uzi saga has really been playing with my emotions I, uh, so it, much. You, <laughs> we haven't talked about At Me. Can we bring that up first? Yeah. We might as well just talk about that first. I, I didn't even have news, but I guess I do. Um, what did you think of At Me as a single... Uh, video and song. I as didn't.
0: I've not seen the the uh, video yet, so okay. it I can't is
1: Playboy that. Cardi being as deliciously androgynous as he always okay. is, shaking around in a dark dark blue backdrop with a, a few video girls, video vixens, okay. shaking their ass and titties.
0: Oh well, it is a hip hop music video. So. It is. What's what's left to be desired? No, the the single I liked it. It definitely has me interested. I've been very vocal that I'm not really a Playboy Cardi fan. Mm-hmm. There's he's got a few hits. Like obviously you're in, an idiot if you don't like Magnolia. Yeah, an idiot. Facts. Yes, facts. And then 100%. no time. You have no ears. That's really know. the only two that I will like consistently go to and bump.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, he's just not for me. So all but right. the the single had me interested. So I definitely I'm excited to hear. It. So, so you I'm, liked it? Yeah, overall. I mean it's all right. You're not bopping
1: it. I'm not bopping it. It's heavy. not in your regular rotation. No. I will say, I uh, the first day, of course, I, much like every what? Cardi fan, I was very excited and I played it a lot. And now it's just kind of... I saw look, some people like it.
0: criticizing the beat. Like I think you had like, it on your yeah. Snapchat. I thought the beat was... That's kind of what gravitated me.
1: Yeah. A lot of people were... Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting that three producers made that beat. And when you put that into perspective, it makes it a bit weird, but... Um, yeah, I mean
0: it's getting a lot like that. Like even we we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit later like Mike Dean, Mike Dean'll get a right. sample credit just for making a melody that runs for 20 minutes right. or 20 seconds.
1: I so, did, I like the be I just think I think a lot of people could I mean the biggest critique behind it is it sounds a bit simple and a bit uh um, yeah.
0: rudimentary
1: I, and childish.
0: I don't make or claim to produce music, so I don't know. But in yeah. my opinion, at least from my point of view, I think it would be better if you had three producers in the, in the studio together making it at once rather than, okay, I put mine on it. Let me let me shoot this. I'll email it over to Pierre Bourne. He can do his part. Like, I think if you have three people in the studio working on it at once, I think it's a lot more cohesive than if you just mail it around.
1: Do you, do you think, and, and you're somebody who makes music, um... It's. I think it's kind of hard to get three people of that caliber to to put their egos aside. Whereas when you email a beat back and forth, it's like oh, I can tweak yeah, that without having to worry about hurting pissing his feelings. Him off. You know? Yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah, he may not notice it when like you get the final master, and that exactly. that could be part of it too.
1: And that's what I think. Like Eminem, like people who have recorded with Eminem will say. I mean, it's not like he's really taking criticism in the booth. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine anybody going, "Hey, Em, could you say it like this?" Yeah, with he's a little like, more oh, confidence. Sorry?
0: Could you say it with a little more confidence? Yeah, can you
1: say it with a little more oomph? I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> sorry meme. It, it's, it's only <laughs> funny unless if you're Doctor you, Dre. It's only funny if you make music. But uh, <clears throat> it said, "Could you imagine being an artist and having your A&R say, say, can you do it with more confidence?'"
1: Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. Next track. Yeah. It's. It, I think that has a lot, a big part to play in
0: it. So, I, I don't know. I mean, we saw what, like, I mean, obviously, when you get three big names together, it can be great, or it can be kind of, eh. Like, I mean, we saw what Tyler and Kanye did with Smuckers, and Lil Wayne did with Smuckers, and Kanye even came out and said that Tyler pushed him to, like, Kanye scrapped his verse yeah. in the studio, because Tyler outdid him. Right. So, like, I think that way, like, if you have people that are on board and kind of like-minded, I think it can, like like the saying, iron sharpens iron. Right. Like when you have those people together, sometimes when you have a big ego in the room, it makes you do better.
1: Right. And and Kanye is somebody, and I think maybe lyricism or lyricists and rappers, it's a bit different than when you're producing a beat together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially with trap music, which I've, I've said has become pretty homogenized. And that, that's not a crazy complicated beat when you listen to it. I mean... I think it's harder to criticize or to add your yeah. flavor in with more producers. But that could just be my opinion. Also, Uzi was trolling the shit out of Playboy Cardi. He put out his iteration of the uh, track art with a, with an uh, AK-47 next to him. it said,
0: just meh. Yeah, yeah, just
1: meh. And he was also talking about dropping music at the same time as Cardi. Uh, Cardi was t- t- tweeting about how... Um, whole lot of reddit is is his favorite album. Both of them tweeted Monday. It's Tuesday as we're recording, and still no new Uzi or any new Cardi. Surprised. So I gotta say the fact no. that J Electronica dropped before Cardi, you could never have told me that two years ago that that was gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have believed you. But that's the world. But I do believe in. we do believe in God now. I wouldn't have believed yes, that but we yes, do yes, believe yes, in God. Yes. For those of you who didn't read the title, we're talking about the baby and West Side Gun today. Yes. But before we get into that, we do have a little bit of news. We already talked about Mike Dean. Uh, he dropped his, I guess, his first really studio album. It's just instrumental album, 420, on 420, which was so yesterday. It's long. It is long. Um, I mean, it's good. There's nothing to really critique other than the mm-hmm. fact that it, the runtime is an hour and 30 I love minutes. the sense
1: though. I, I only got through
0: the first, like, six tracks. And he says that there's another on the way with Major collabs. Okay. So no, hopefully somebody... No. Mike, hey. Well... No. If you think like, think about the people that he has connections with, no. he, he may have Kanye versus he just won't. on deck. He won't. I don't know. I'd he like won't to have see
1: Travis it. either. He'll have like two other producers on there and it'll be four and a half hours
0: long. Like Scott Storch. <laughs> just two, two Storch. stoned white men Scott in the studio. Scott
1: Storch's keys just on cocaine, just making those no, keys. No, somebody
0: said, could you imagine, can we can we send this album back and get it back with Kid Cudi humming on it? Mm-hmm. I would take that. (laughs) No vocals, just keep gutty humming over my I really
1: was listening to that first track and was waiting for,
0: like, Travis or somebody to just go like, "Mm, they're all "Mm, like that.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, they're all like that. You're like, damn, when's it coming? When's that? And it's not. 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 But it's good. If you like production, just instrumentals. Something
1: something to kind of chill with. Yeah. The fact that it came out on 420, I guess, goes to tell you everything you need. Very
0: mood setting. Yeah. We spoke Eminem earlier. He celebrates 12 years of sobriety, so that's awesome. I saw, the, I saw
1: him post Put that. The chip. Yeah, the yeah. chip, which is great. Um, I think Royce the 5'9 also somebody who um, is sober as well. Yeah. I mean, 12 years is nothing to scoff at, so congratulations to no, them. No, that's half my life. Yeah.
0: So, that's crazy. Uh, so Kanye and Chick-fil-A teamed up with the Los Angeles <sighs> Dream Center to provide 3,000 meals. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean do it do it if you've got the means to do it do it. I, Kanye I, is now Republican just so everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. Regardless of his morals and where Nothing. he stands, if you have the means to do good for other people like Kanye does, it's nice to see this.
1: I just laughed because of the fact that It's Chick-fil-A. closed on Sunday. You're my yeah. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you know, I'm not laughing at the fact that I mean that's great that they were able to provide 300,000 meals.
0: Yeah. And That's L.A. Really is cool. a place that has been hit pretty hard by coronavirus, and there's been layoffs and furloughs, as the whole country's dealing with. So it's nice to see people giving back. Um, I saw something today on my personal Twitter and retweeted it. It was um, these orderlies that work at a nursing home in the U.K. There's like a little 80-year-old like man um, goes to sleep every night with a picture of his wife, his wife who's passed away in the bed with him. So instead of him going to sleep with this picture, they got her picture put on a pillow and this like old man just loses it. And I just quoted it like we need more of this in the world, like especially now, like we need people to do good things with their lugubrious amount of income.
1: That's what I was doing. And and I think on a smaller scale. Also, just helping out your neighbors and people that even, are close to you, being able to make direct impacts in your community, just because we even can't leaving belong.
0: a couple extra dollars for a tip. Like yeah. there's a place that we I mean, we tear it up at lunchtime where I work. Right. I'd say out of the people that work there, we probably buy ten to fifteen meals a week from them between right. everybody that works where I work, and. Usually I'll tip like two or three dollars. I Maybe mean, it's takeout. They're not really doing anything other than bagging it up. But every time since all this has happened, I've tried to leave like five or six because they are having to do more. They're exposing themselves, quote, risking their lives to, to feed us. And I'm still working. So I might as well do it.
1: Yeah. I've I mean, been going to the grocery store <clears throat> thinking. Excuse God, me. God, Jesus. Jake, so unprofessional, even though I've done a hundred times. Yeah. Um, I've just been like thanking people who are still working and helping out my neighbors um i kind of i mowed my neighbor's lawn today
0: nice just to help me too did you <laughs>
1: i'm such an idiot <laughs> yeah so just just being able to do good things to the people close to you
0: yeah is good. i mean if you have the means to do something small like that yeah. you ought to do it yeah last bit of news before we jump into to our segment what you know uh uk rap sales figures apparently soared in 2019 thanks to Hooks, Lines, of Hip Hop Complex UK reports. We did review Dave last year.
1: <laughs> we we like Dave and Skepta. Yeah. So, yes, I would say we we have helped out
0: in the I'm, UK. I'm, I'm happy to see that. And if you haven't went and listened to Pop Smoke's final interview, apparently Complex got the last interview with Pop Smoke. He talked about how the drill scene in London and the drill scene in Brooklyn are very synonymous. So
1: he couldn't be really good with, like, on a well, grime well, no, he
0: beat. said he, when he first started rapping, he was rapping over UK Beats. I That's what that. he was searching, was I UK Beats. That. His
1: delivery and, and his voice could match Yeah, that. and
0: they asked him, like, do you classify yourself as a drill rapper? And he was like, no, I just like drill beats. He said, I, I didn't see anybody utilizing it the way I was trying to utilize it, and I took advantage of the opportunity. I think it paid off for him, sort of.
1: Definitely. That's some great news. I'm, I'm happy to see UK rap sort of making its way across the sea, I think it's about yeah,
0: time. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm, and I'm also glad that Complex UK referenced us yeah. in Thanks, Thanks, Hooks, <laughs> Lines, and Hip Hop before they said, th- thanks, Drake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop, and Drake, whoever had the bigger impact, it really is a toss-up. I mean, I would give the slight edge to Drake, but only a slight edge. Yeah. Only a slight who,
0: edge. Who wrote this article? He sent oi! Oi. Yeah. So. Shout out to you. So, for those of you, another Instagram's been blowing up, so if you're not a consistent listener, we do this segment called What You Know.
1: 150, 150 uh, followers now. Thank you all for following. Yes, sir. At so we
0: do this segment called What You Know. We just give you a useless fact. It doesn't relate to music at all. It's just the more you know. Yep. You got one for us this week?
1: Yeah. President George W. Bush, the son. Okay. was a cheerleader crackhead? in high school. Crackhead and cheerleader no, cokehead, in high sorry, school.
0: Sorry, not a crackhead, cokehead. Same yeah.
1: thing. Uh, cheerleader in high school.
0: All right. Cokeheads,
1: they have a little more money. Did, what,
0: <laughs> We're not whatever. getting into crack versus yeah, no, coke right no, no, no. now. Whatever side you believe in, whether you like George Bush or not, he's an idiot, but he's not an idiot. That dude was doing cheerleading for the Punani. Sir.
1: No, he, he was doing cheerleading because, yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, he's, he's an idiot, but he's not dumb. I still dumb. <laughs> oh. No, strategic. that was a that was strategery. I think they said he
1: was also cheerleading in university as well. So no.
0: Okay, good for him.
1: Before he joined the Skull and Bones. Yeah. And then they told him cut that shit out. You cut get- that shit off
0: <laughs> No, I. Uh, whatever. George Bush do what he wants. Shout Except for, for sitting next to Ellen. Do <laughs> you remember hearing about that? Yeah, I remember. What happened to people being able to just talk to people? That was
1: definitely just like a planted story for Jesus. everybody pretending to give a shit. Yeah. And then you find out some
0: Ellen is an were, asshole too. Some people were really mad about it. Like, now, have you heard
1: Ellen's actually an asshole?
0: Yeah, somebody was talking about that. It said that her set was like Teletubbies. <laughs> but they put their spin... I don't know. They, yeah, they were kind of trashing the way that she... Yeah. Whatever. Well, She's you, too rich like, to be nice. Yeah, You're so removed point. from everyday life at that point. Um, something Ellen wouldn't know about, the average American spends... About 2.5 days a year looking for lost items.
1: Really? Which is true. That's very interesting.
0: I had, so the last album that I put out, um, Millennial Mastermind and self-titled, all of my like demo tracks and all of like my files up to the final master were on that flash drive that I let you borrow. Well, I forgot that I let Hakeem borrow it and I probably spent two and a half days this year looking for that (laughs) flash drive so i can relate to that
1: i'm such a piece of shit that i brought over the thing that was the flash drive was. i just and it was funny
0: because i just happened to mention it to you like damn dude i lost this flash drive that had all of like my scrapped versions of these songs and you were like i think i may have it i mean i wasn't mad i was happy to get it back i looked
1: on the flash drive and i saw a millennial mastermind file popped up and i was like oh okay that's where
0: that's from so yeah I, i think that fact checks out very nice very
1: nice Let's hop into the baby.
0: Yeah, blame
1: it on blame it on baby.
0: Baby, let's go. And
1: everybody is for sure blaming baby for this album. Um, I've been—I mean, from the minute it dropped, I would say there's been pretty much a negative reaction.
0: Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "This uh, album." When, when, the first thing I saw when it came out, because there wasn't any real press behind this, I think it just kind of just like dropped. shock dropped. Um, my first thought was, "Bro, slow down." Really, this is your third album in a twelve month span. Yeah,
1: but he's that kind of artist for sure.
0: I mean, we we said it like obviously you need to take advantage of the
1: climate.
0: I think you reached a little too far. Which he he has been credited by saying that he wanted to make this album sound different. And I typically don't listen to other people's reviews about albums until after we do ours. Um, But Fantana was talking about how he reached outside his comfort zone, and we've talked about that before. Like, we'd like to see artists do that because, like, you want some growth. You have artists that always st- sound the same and they've sounded the same forever. We like to see people try to grow and do something different. Right. I think the baby may have overreached on this a little bit.
1: See, for me, I don't really think he did anything that shockingly different. What I think the baby, I think where he messed up on this album is some of the best songs from him... Are, I would say on Kirk it's more the, the autobiographical tracks, like the intro where he's being very open and speaking about his life. And then you have tracks like Suge um, that are more so Hooks driven. And I just think this album sort of lacks in both categories there. And also I think the production is some of the weakest on any baby project.
0: Yeah, and the some of... Pro-
1: the I think, to me, that really hurt him was the production choices made on this project.
0: Yeah, and I, he we, we talked about it. He, he says something about, oh, uh, I switched the beat and the flow. Like, some of the songs, there were, like, weird beat changes, and it was kind of abrasive. Like, it, they weren't clean. Like, the title track, Blame It On Baby. Right. It's just so, like, wonky.
1: It reminded me more so of his, um, the first album he put out with Suge on it. Where it felt more like a mixtape.
0: Gotcha. You know the what I um, mean? Oh, what is that album called? It's not Kirk. It's the one before that. Right. Um. Yeah, and that one was kind of, very a la carte. Like that was one that I <laughs> yeah. had to go back to, and like Suge was the one I liked off of that. there's a song called Babysitter on mm-hmm. that album too that I go back to. But other than that, those are the only two. Kirk felt like a more formulated project. Well,
1: that to felt me. like a, a true debut album, and that's what I think. Like. For him to sort of, I think had it had this come out before Kirk, I don't think you would see the backlash that this album is getting because to me he didn't do anything like atrociously wrong on here. No. I mean, it's not like his lyricism dropped off that much.
0: He had I me. Mean, he had some really corny and just dumb lines. He had like some really stupid for lines. instance, um, bitch, you know I turn piss into lemonade, turn shit into sugar. That's chocolate pudding.
1: Okay, to be fair, Lil Wayne compared himself to shit diarrhea 50 times. Wiz Khalifa called himself the shit literally on a radio hit. So that's not even the worst (sighs) shit comparison I've heard from a rapper in 2020. There's too many shit. I'm not rolling with that one. I'll give him a pass on that one. Turn his shit to chocolate pudding. That sounds fine. Nothing rhymed. That's the first time it's ever sounded somewhat delicious. I'll say
0: that. in that you, you mentioned before we started... Like the line about him talking about having his two-year- old daughter watching him kill somebody, yeah. regardless if it was justified or not. right
1: No two year old that's that's oddly traumatic um, to, to sort of bring up. also, um, I mean, much like every other trap rapper, he's talking about fucking your bitch, but the baby is like aggressively trying to not only take your woman, but literally he talks about pile driving a girl pretty much. <laughs> Like slamming her by her head because he wanted to take the pussy out or something like that. Yeah. Towards the end of the album, it was very strange choice of words and again just like blatantly
0: misogynistic. Which, yeah.
1: Which I don't want to get like SJW on
0: it. Oh, yeah, and to be fair, this is hip hop at the end of the day.
1: I know, but I think the fact that we have more openly like gay artists, we have like, you know. Just just more representation in the world as a whole. Maybe we can stop pile-driving women.
0: <laughs> what did you think about the features on here? I know you said you liked the Quavo track. I love the
1: Quavo feature a lot. Futures was almost too short. And um, I did tell you I didn't like the Youngboy feature, but after I went back, that's actually one of the songs that I can nerf, tolerate. Nerf. That's one of the songs I can tolerate. but. No, and uh, Ashanti and Megan the Stallion, it's like a throwback R and B track, but without any of the sexual energy that makes a '90s R and B track. Well, good. I mean,
0: Ashanti did talk about having a yeah, threesome with Megan The Stallion. Yeah,
1: and and do I like that thought? Maybe, but there's it, two of them. It's just it thoughts.
0: <laughs> Plural.
1: Ashanti's not a thought. No, no disrespect. <laughs> but um, what? I, damn stripper rappers. But do you know what I mean? Where it's like. It felt like that it lacked the sexual energy that usually makes an R and B track like that good.
0: Damn, bro, pick a side: pile drive, bitches, or no sexual energy Listen, at all. Listen, if
1: you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna make a sexual track, I want to feel like, yeah, I could definitely see myself having sex to this song. Although I like to turn it off. Turn turn the sound off, turn the lights off. I mean, I don't... I felt I I like an
0: Amish. I hope that a UFC fighter comes out walking out to that song, talking about pile-driving. <laughs> I'll pile-drive that beach. <laughs> what
1: did it's you go to... You went Habib straight yeah. away.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Even though he's the most Muslim fighter ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd be walking out to that. Uh I thought the features were kind of lacking. Did you like Roddy Rich's feature? That's my favorite song, to be honest with you.
1: I really, I, I've listened to this album four times and I still can't hear Roddy Rich's. Feature.
0: Well, <laughs> I, I liked his feature it it, and more. So I liked the baby singing on it, and this is another thing that Fantano talked about. I don't want to like piggyback on every point that he made, but he did talk about the baby does have a good singing voice in some registers, but some of it is just not good. And yeah. Rockstar is a point where he he picked a good octave range and delivered with the singing vocals
1: i correct me if i'm wrong maybe he sung on champion i can't remember
0: he did on that one and he kind of did a little bit on sad shit
1: i did kind of like champion i like sad shit i thought that was that honestly i thought that was the standout track aside from pickup um like uh where is it champion i i was saying yeah it feel it felt like a hit with in regards to the melodies it's, that he was using on there, and it's like a good concept, the message isn't too out there, you know. It's just like him sort of just like talking about how he's overcome things. And
0: if, if there is a standout hit on here, what is it? Um, like, I mean, if you're trying think, to recapture the energy you had on Suge, well, here's and, the thing I don't,
1: compare, I don't want to compare Suge because I think Suge is a, is yeah, a that's once like, in a, a career, a yeah, that's a once in a career sort of song. I mean, that's like, I mean, ass. even Bop, yeah, yeah. Um, I do think, I think the, I think Rockstar may have that potential and I think pickup, but those are feature tracks, yeah. which usually the baby I would say, I mean, Shogi was able to do it on his own. Bob, was there a feature on Bob?
0: Does, does the DaBaby's stock drop a little bit for you no, after hearing this? no, no.
1: Because like I said, this feels like more of a mixtape offering and whereas Kirk was an album. And unfortunately, fans are so fickle, and they're not putting this into perspective. Where this is clearly a mixtape offering with a higher budget because the baby yeah. is is, In, is a label act now.
0: Jay Z said it: "You don't like my shit? Go bump the old. Yeah, you want my old chick? Go bump my old album."
1: Yeah, I don't think this drops the baby stock at all.
0: No, I don't. I don't think it really does either, um, because I think a lot of the baby's value, and I don't want people to take. The word value wrong. I think a lot of the baby's value is in features. I think he's a big feature artist. I think when you have a song featuring the baby, like that's what I think that's what almost that's what gives you like that hit factor. Like you could have a I don't want to say mediocre, but you could yeah you could have a ass song kind of like Tyga. Like
1: yeah, dude. Shout out to Tyga. Always yeah, shout out it. to Tyga. He's he doesn't get enough credit. He's a friend of signs and
0: Yeah. Um, so I, I look at him more as a feature artist. He's of kind of
1: savage too. Yeah, I a little bit. I mean, I mean, I know some people...
0: Yeah, don't. because really the, the only project that I like from him start to finish really is Savage Mode, and I think that's more so because of the f- Metro Boomin production. production. Yeah. But the baby is... And I don't want to pigeonhole him, but I feel like he's kind of in the same lane or same vision to me as, like, Gunna and Lil Baby. Like, not all of your albums are hitters to me. What? Like, really... Kirk, hang on. Hang, no, hang on. Hang on. Hang on.
1: Blame it on Baby is is better than yeah better, better than anything lil baby than, or gunna has gunna done has ever dropped drip or drown one or two i would put blame it on baby over him and lil baby's most recent project that we reviewed that i don't even remember the name of
0: that's it's the one where he's he's sitting there with all the goats whatever around. the fuck yeah
1: but all i'm saying I would is put him way
0: miles above them when you hear them on a feature usually like damn it's good but when you hear when i hear a whole... gunna
1: on a feature it's good stop stop lumping lil baby in there
0: and this is from the guy who, a, who used to be like hot on Lil Baby and was like, eh, I I'm like Gunna. Lil
1: Baby and Gunna's um, project. Drone? Drip or Drown? No, too no,
0: hard. no, Drip Too Hard.
1: Yeah. Drip Too Hard. I like some of the tracks on there. We that.
0: need some new lingo in the yeah. hip hop yeah, lexicon. Let's stop dripping. It's what enough. I mean by that is so sometimes deep. it's like with, with the first album, not so much Kirk, I think that's a really formulated project, but sometimes listening to this, you're like, damn, again, another song like this, another song like this. Whereas as, as a feature, you get maybe that other artist style, and then when you hear "The Baby," it's not so like, oh, it's fucking samey. Like yeah. you're, you're, I don't you're delighted to hear "The Baby." I mean, in thirteen
1: that tracks, and this is only thirty-four minutes, but this album drags. Oh yeah, it drags. I would say after about six or seven tracks, I was kind of over it.
0: Yeah, about about the fourth track, I was over it.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think I hated it. When when of.
0: you put this on your Snapchat, you spoke too I think hi, a little too highly, so highly at ugly. the beginning.
1: I did, I did hype it up at the
0: beginning. And I did. when I saw that, I was like, I'm not gonna tell him that I did I, dealt, say that I don't like this. I was like, we'll wait, we'll get some good hot takes. I was hoping we'd have a little like more like barbs thrown. But
1: well, I mean, I think we could do that track by track. Like you didn't like Can't Stop, but. I thought that was kind of a typical the baby offering.
0: We know the baby likes to utilize all the verse. Maybe could you just let it? Can we hear the beat for like two goddamn <laughs> seconds before let's go? But the production on here sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's, sucks. Yeah, it's it's just not. I think the production on some of the others were so outstanding. Like yeah. what what he had was sug. The production before is so much better, and then when you have something that's kind of middle of the road, it seems less than middle of the road because yeah. of how good it used to be.
1: Yeah, because I I don't think I think I don't think lyrically the baby dipped drastically on here, like it said, to drop his stock. Um, I really think more so it was just uh, Baby on Baby was the first album. Yeah, but I think the lack of really standout production hurt the baby on this project, and also. I don't agree with all the hate that the baby is getting for this project in particular. I don't think it's this fall from grace that everybody's making it out to be. I think people are just fickle, and now they're starting to turn on a lot of the people that we saw in the twenty nineteen XXL freshman list. Yeah, and Megan the Stallion, baby. Um, for some reason, people are trying to give Lil Mosey a spotlight because he had one okay <laughs> song. Hey, Lil Mosey, no. No, and that's all I'll say about him. Fuck no. As a matter,
0: of there's, and obviously we've said like the baby needs to capitalize on how hot he is right now because nothing is guaranteed. the The sound could switch and him be out. Not that not that he's not talented, but the mainstream <coughs> sound may change and okay. he'll he'll be out. Okay. Um, but I think, like I said at the beginning, I think maybe he needs to scale back how much he's releasing and focus more on quality over quantity trippy red we've talked about is a more quantity over quality artist and he doesn't take criticism very well the baby i, I don't, i don't want to over speak or speak out of turn he's he's a gangster i don't think he cares about what people are saying like i think everything he's all the criticism he's getting is going to roll right off his back he was and the bragging next album is going to be strong he again was he yeah. was
1: bragging about the numbers he was getting i mean this still did 150k first week and put it in comparison, New Toronto 3 by uh, Tory Lanez did 63.
0: I don't want to hear artists like, talk about what they could have done better like in the first two weeks after the album comes out. Right. Like, don't do, you, you don't make an album for critics. No. You make an album for fans. And if the fans don't like it, then they either stick with you for the next album or if you lose a fan over a, a slight drop in quality, they Does he probably lose weren't.
1: fans of, after I, this I, one?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I just like I, I said for some people his, he may have lost a little bit of stock like yeah. now even features, even so people
1: like first features yeah maybe.
0: even so like the next album I'll be okay hopefully this is better than blame it on baby right. um, not that I'm yeah. not going to not listen to it but I'm I'm going to have a different expectation
1: I'll tell you when an artist to me loses stock it's some it's when you have somebody who like a trippy Red, for example where you put out essentially three or four projects that I don't care for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you have, like, Love Letter to You 4, I wasn't that hot on. Yeah, and then
0: you... The one before that. Then you damn your fans by saying, oh, if you don't like it. Yeah. You you being a little crybaby at that point, like, I think the baby is just gonna let the hate that he's getting for this role... Mm.
1: and, and, and again, come back still, out just as fun. I think it. there's still songs on here that will that will. Yeah, I mean, I've got us.
0: Genius pulled up and nobody said anything bad about that it. That bad, no. Yeah, I mean, there's no negative comment in on Genius. I know a lot of people don't, like, Posting not a lot of fans use Genius. No, you gotta check, if you
1: wanna check IG, check, like, check Instagram, like, the first, like, couple of hours after a job. Yeah. But that's when you get people who are like, it's classic or it's trash. It's never an in-between. And I think this is an album that kind of falls in between. Um, a Boogie with the Hoodie, I for I want to talk about that one because, good on you, A Boogie. I mean, I know he sounds like Dej Loaf. He essentially stole Dej Loaf's career, but that was actually a pretty strong feature. And and I think uh, A Boogie has enough fans to where that that could also be a potential hit maker there. And you oh he got London
0: on track so. I- I would, to me, this album is below middle of the road. I, mm. this is, it's garbage to me. Ooh, I, I'm, there's one track I'm going to go back You're to.
1: You're hitting it with the basura.
0: Yeah. It's garbage.
1: Alright. What are you rating it, dude?
0: It's a three. <laughs> there's just nothing... That, Damn! If I want to hear the baby, I'm going to go listen to Kurt. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, this has been Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I no, gave it a three,
0: and I'll give it... There's just it. nothing here for me. A five point six. Okay. <laughs> Usually it's the opposite. Usually you give this like nice fat round number. I'm like, it's a five point six seven nine repeating.
1: Yeah, Jake. Jake gets his calculator out every time he does his review.
0: I mean, to be honest with you, it took me three listens to listen all the way through. The first time when we talked about this, like obviously like when it came out, I was like, okay, we're definitely reviewing the baby. Like, are yeah. not gonna not review the right. baby. We and I listened, like, yeah, I listened like yeah I listened through clicks. the through first three tracks so I was like no this is not going to be fun for me uh, <laughs> you it's told just, me you weren't
1: big on the intro Remember you I, sent I'm me not that, big on the intro and then that was it
0: the, yeah I'm not big on the intro and you sent me that you liked when you sent me and up. you were like but I like it Blame slaps. It On Baby Yeah, I was like alright that's what I know I was like this is going to be a hot episode this is going to be like the Little Nas X episode in <laughs> reverse like I'm going to be yelling at you <laughs>
1: I I think when I sat down with it And like I said Reading the lyrics He's again Just obsessed with cucking his male fans um, Some of the questionable Lyrics He did address the uh, The robbery that people said happened yeah. um, Where he stole Over the money He was shorted
0: Yeah right. and he poured apple juice on him <laughs> <laughs> That story yeah.
1: And he said that a rich a rich dude, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, we know what you mean by doesn't, dude. A rich dude doesn't rob from a poor dude. Hey, guess what, bro? It's capitalism. Rich people rob from poor people
0: all the time. Yeah. So. Have you ever heard of the bourgeoisie? <laughs> the bourgeoisie.
1: The bourgeoisie. <laughs> the bourgeoisie is what we're calling yeah. it here on yeah. Looks slides of the dip-op. That was amazing.
0: Um. That's that's Ebonics for those of you who are educated. <laughs> that's educated. That's so good. Um, I need a
1: bourgeoisie
0: shirt. Yeah. I mean, like I said, if I want to listen to a Hot Baby album and go back and listen to Kirk and even a couple tracks off of Baby on Baby, this just wasn't it. I'm a very casual baby fan. I wasn't... I, do I, you feel like some of these may have been left over off of other albums?
1: I don't know because the uh, baby's Songs all kind of have the same.
0: No, tempo. they're all different and the original.
1: <laughs> they all have the same kind of tempo, so it's hard to it's hard to determine what was. Yeah, when the when baby goes
0: to YouTube for tight beats, he types yeah. in one hundred and forty five beats per minute tight beat,
1: <laughs> and that's it. He just rides <laughs> that wave. Um, it's not like Travis where you listen to songs like. Um, wonderful time, and you're like, oh, this is clearly a rodeo leftover. Yeah, you know, it's it's not really like that. Or Wayne, where Wayne's kind of the same as the baby. Oh.
0: Anything else to say? No, about
1: it. No, just I mean if, if you're
0: a the baby fan, you'll probably like it. I'm not a huge the baby fan. <laughs> I like him because of his geographic location to us. I think his sound is we stand DaBaby, refreshing.
1: We stand the baby because he's from Charlotte. We always want to see close to local. Hopefully one day we'll get a
0: fucking Yeah, I'm still riding for life. G, er, not G Easy, G. Easy. Oh my god. Phonetically play. I almost got it right. Geezy. Not G There's a hyphen in it. He likes G Easy and
1: um what's his name Ty dollar sign.
0: No. You are you I do like a I do like AG Easy song. Um, a lot of that? I want to rock the song with Gunna. I sent it to you and you trashed it, but it's fine. I hate, I hate, every time it comes on, I get so mad because I know I like it and I still, it's a guilty pleasure, I guess. Sure. I wanna rock, I wanna rock. rock.
1: I wanna rock, <laughs> I wanna
0: rock. Everybody has one. Yeah, yeah. I listen to Britney Spears in my off time. But... It's not a guilty pleasure, you're an American. <laughs> you drink Pepsi too? Goddamn right. I'll never forget the day I saw her kiss Madonna as a child. <laughs> That's where my fetish with lesbians started. First
1: boner. <laughs> Jake's first you boner.
0: almost could probably attribute it to that. It was around that age.
1: For me, it was Janet Jackson's next okay. Super Bowl.
0: No, that was heartbreak for me. <laughs> heartbreak. Another Super Bowl that the Carolina Panthers lost. lost?
1: Yeah,
0: they did. When we get back West Side Gun, and I got a couple questions. Hakeem is going to clarify for the hip hop community because these are just. Big questions. Ooh, okay. Yeah, not really. All this right. is He's going to hopefully settle an argument between me and some other people. Sweet. So stay tuned. Yes, more tuned for your head top. Watch how you speak on Hooks <laughs> hop.
1: Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode.
0: That's when the wind blows That's the wind blows Mastermind mysterious Mastermind I'm serious I knew a guy named Sterious Wicked tennis playing No, actually the scariest Fire beat the barrier Trust me, I am very lit Bottom bag to carry it Like, oh Big bag, mini check pay out cause I'm on deck I'm Terrible times coming yeah. soon May 2nd
1: More chewing for your head top
0: Yes That oh. is that is When the Wind Blows. You'll be able to find that on it. May 2nd. Like I said, the first track um, that we listened to, Riding In, a 864 My City, out with this episode. Um, what You Got, the other segment for the new listeners, we do this segment called What You Rockin'. Right now, uh, sneaker releases have been kind of light with all the COVID stuff going on. I think they've kind of backed off some releases, because even some of the general releases, because you can't sell them get right. to rely on online sales so what retail sales has dropped there's been some stuff that's been pushed back um the court purple jordan ones came out and the only thing i like about those that kind of made me wish i'd bottom. they came the with laces. these like purple tie-dyed laces zach got them and they're pretty wild
1: they, they that sort of made the shoe to me and there was a picture i sent you where it was next to an old gamecube
0: yeah approach. it took them it almost beautiful. two weeks to get though because they had a Covid outbreak in Memphis, Tennessee, and that's where all the sneakers purchases ship out of for our region. So they had to transfer that inventory and reship it. So it took them so, almost two weeks to get it. What else you got for us for sneaker news?
1: Um, the so there was a skater I did share this on the hooks, lines, and hip hop page who was seen wearing the uh, off white Jordan Fives in an all white colorway. Okay, they look kind of sexy. You and I are definitely not gonna be nope. able to get
0: them. It's above my reach.
1: Neither will anybody but listening to this most Yeah.
0: Um, but
1: if you do hit on them, I'm a size 13 and um, DM us.
0: Oh, yeah. There's some um, women's Jordan ones coming out that I'm going to try to get. The snakeskin. Just the, just the check in the back is snakeskin, but it looks like a Chicago. The ones. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like a Chicago colorway, but I'm going a, I'm to a try. If they go up to a 13 in women's, that's a cop for me.
1: I'm, I'm good on
0: those. I just want a Chicago colorway looking shoe yeah that they, that's when they hold tight to the vest that one doesn't come out too often so i'd like to have some some variation of that I respect and then that. the fire red fives came out right when the last dance documentary started which when i saw the sneakers notification i missed it by like 15 minutes mm-hmm. but i thought it was the fours in fire red oh no that those are rumored to come out later this year they have not put out a exact replica. It's they're going to be an exact replica of the fire red Jordan force that Michael Jordan War, wore in eighty nine, and they have not released that exact replica since eighty nine. Wow. So that's going to be a hot shoe.
1: Have you for been, sure? Have you been watching any of that?
0: I haven't. I'm going to wait till it's all out to yeah. watch it.
1: Is it on ESPN or is yeah. it on Netflix?
0: Yeah, it's okay. ESPN. Cool. Which, if you have ESPN Plus, which I know you do for the UFC, it may be on there for streaming i'm not sure i have not looked
1: uh, i'll have to check if it is then i think we should watch it and maybe talk about, we could talk about it in some oh yeah That'll
0: be fun. um anything you, you want to plug what you're rocking today or? i'm wearing some
1: zigs some khakis See, so you rocking the throat the, thro- the athletic athletic fit shout out to my alma mater i'm wearing a winthrop shirt just keeping it real simple um i have dropped some lbs since the quarantine's been happening and I,
0: that's the opposite of most people.
1: I know, but I'm also happy to announce that I'm going vegan. And um, I know we lost a lot of subscribers just now by me saying
0: that. No, I mean, as long as you just don't tell us every episode, yeah. I think we'll be fine.
1: Did I mention I'm going vegan?
0: No, you didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see how that goes.
0: So I went athleisure today. Very nice. Uh, I've got on an Obey t-shirt. It's a pair of Nike. I don't even know what this material is called. Nike gym shorts and the sesames. I'm set tripping today. You are. God, I like I the sesames
1: this. with the Obey shirt on It's it.
0: natural tones. The Obey shirt's like a desert tan. I'm also wearing Supreme, but, you know. Always. No big deal. Yeah. Fucking vegans. <laughs> if they don't tell you they're vegans, they'll definitely make sure you you see their box logos. <laughs>
1: Also, I, vegan, there's a man. there's a
0: vegan that I work with at work, and he's like the most atypical vegan you would ever meet. Like really? he's such a I wouldn't say he's such a pro Trumper. I mean he likes Trump, but he's big into guns. Like when I found out he liked guns and Trump, like when I found out he was a vegan, I was like, wait a second, <laughs> do you have a twin that maybe works here also? So atypical. Well, what teach no? That's
1: very interesting. Very interesting. If you cook at
0: home, I think eating vegan and vegetarian would be easier. But if you rely on like eating out it's hard yeah and expensive
1: i mean i've been i mean i bought i buy groceries for the month and the amount i spent to get all like meat alternatives yeah was a little bit higher i would say about 30 to 40 dollars higher than what i would buy than when i had you know meat as an option but i'm just worried about cancer and heart disease and I'm just trying to do everything I can to mitigate
0: that. I'd be more worried about heart disease. Canc- yeah. e- cancer you're going to get right. from I
1: mean, I, I whatever. Have a, I have a jewel in my hand right now. So. Yeah.
0: I um, mean. But, but really more so the heart disease, like you said. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things give you cancer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add this question to our questions that I prefaced before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't want anybody, if, if you've had a loved one die of cancer, this is not, I'm not making jokes. I have I just, had a loved one die of cancer. Yeah, I preface. just, I want to know, have you ever heard of somebody, like, post-mortem, like, you found out, okay, so-and-so died, mm-hmm. and then, like, a week later you found that they, like, they died of cancer complications? Um, I've never heard that, like, after the fact, like, not knowing. Like, that somebody died and their autopsy revealed they had cancer.
1: No, I knew somebody that that happened with, but they had AIDS. Okay. And um, and that was like kind of shocking, but I don't know if the family was just sort of. You know, yeah, I mean that's
0: that's ahead. something too that, ideal I mean, I, you understand why they would keep that right, kind of right. stuff. Yeah. Nobody, like, there's a different connotation that comes along with AIDS. Yeah. That even cancer. in twenty twenty, than it does with cancer. I
1: don't know. I mean, that's not surprising though. Maybe if they died quit sooner than maybe when the cancer was like fully yeah. formed, it could happen.
0: I've only no, I've heard, of heard of people dying that. of cancer who knew they had cancer. Right. And I'm not trying to say cancer is a conspiracy. <laughs> I just have, I've had many people, like I've had this conversation with people like, and I've asked them like, have you ever heard of that? And everybody that I ask is like, not you know, come to sweet. think of it. No, I've never, I've never heard that. Unless maybe they like got shot and then they go, Hey, there's a tumor
1: here. And then they're like, Oh, it was cancer. Okay. Like, you know, maybe then.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's my two questions and then we'll get into West side gun. Okay. Um, and this is another one don't don't add, don't add us on instagram and like go crazy if if jay cole were to get meet an untimely demise okay would he be on the same tier and talked about as biggie and tupac you don't think so no you don't no.
1: think so I, um, I think he would have i think maybe he would be like the one that people would say we didn't appreciate enough when he was alive
0: You know what I mean? Where
1: where he was like really good, and and let's throw let's give our roses to the living. Um, J. Cole has made a huge impact. Kod actually hit its two year anniversary yesterday, so I like the question, Um, but I don't know if he would be regarded as like a legend in that regard. But he would be somebody that maybe like a Mac Miller, where it's like damn, we didn't really yeah like in hindsight celebrate him enough yeah yeah
0: the other one. This is another one. This is controversial. These questions came up. These questions came up as as I was trying to, like, kind of trigger Tabitha, but trying (laughs) to, like, kind of, like, prove some, like, small minor points. Okay. Who has done more for the sound of hip-hop? Young Thug or Tupac? The sound of hip-hop. That's okay. That's, That's tricky. That's hard as hell, because right now, if you look at the sound. Think about how many people have referenced Tupac over time. You're, oh, it's, I mean, it, listen, you're not a rapper if you haven't compared yourself to Tupac or said something about Tupac.
1: That's the thing. Tupac leaps and bounds, but in regards to right now, Young Thug. But that's because Young Thug has offspring, just like Gucci Mane had offspring. Yeah. So, I, yeah,
0: Lil, Lil Wayne and Young Thug, I think, made the sound that you hear today.
1: Right, right. So, in regards to modern hip hop, Young Thug. But when you listen to, like, a West Side Gun, when you listen to A Pusha T, when you listen to Clips, when you listen to Jay-Z, I don't think you would have those caliber of artists in that subject matter and without a Biggie, for example. Okay. And Which, yeah, in, have, in my eyes... You wouldn't eyes, have, like, Tupac without...
0: I hold... A game without Tupac. I hold Biggie in higher regard than Tupac. and that, That's just A lot
1: thing. of people who like... I would say a lot of people who are into hip-hop for lyricism would say that Biggie was the superior lyricist yeah. that over Tupac. Tupac was more so uh, a personality, the message he was coming across, he was an activist. It was more so that. So, you said
0: you got an activist? <laughs>
1: no, I don't have any That's activists. what
0: we got in our cup, y'all.
1: <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i i don't think that one i think that one's a cue little too kirko
0: bangs <laughs> i got that drink him <laughs>
1: no don't cue anything of kirko bangs wow
0: in that's major disrespect
1: play kid cuddy
0: yeah i'll go with that <laughs> pray for paris west side gun i didn't even know this came out i don't I'm, I'm not very in tune with west side gun this is really the first big project that i've listened to of his start to finish Uh, what actually caught my eye and why I sent this to you. Do you know who made the cover? Um, We've already talked about him once today, kind of. Virgil? Yes.
1: I knew it because it reminds me of old Off-White because, and I had a feeling, I was like, this is definitely a callback to Off-White. Also, all the fucking Virgil references on the album.
0: Well, it is a rap song in 2020.
1: Motherfucker talked about Virgil, 50 times, and then also told all the features, listen, if you're going to talk about fashion, I get it, but throw in Virgil and oh, yeah.
0: Off-White in off-white. there. Off-White, Off-White,
1: off yeah. yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense.
0: Yeah, So, and he said that he's going to get back into making some album art, but he said it's going to be few and far between.
1: The last album art that he did that I remember was Lil Uzi Vert's Love is Rage 2.
0: Yeah, and... I think what he means by it'll be few and far between, I think he's got to have some respect for you. Like, I don't think a check is going to get you. Have a you been seeing DJ
1: sets on Instagram? Mm-mm. I hadn't been, been watching. Been they're, they're, I fucking
0: everybody's been on Instagram. I Why, know. It's hard to keep up.
1: I know, but it's kind of great. Like, that's the one thing I did like from the I party.
0: go to bed like an old man. I wake up in the morning and, like, yeah, I have still, 20 notifications you're still of working. NBA goes live. All these, I mean, everybody. Yeah, It's too much. Yeah, but
1: that makes a lot of sense because if you go back to old off white. A lot of them, it was just Renaissance paintings with the off-white logo and stuff on the back. I'm trying, I couldn't remember what that piece is. I
0: don't know. I think,
1: I don't know if it's David and Goliath or not. I don't know. I'm not that in tune with the art world. But no, I'm Very not. cool. And also he's got some chains on him. Yep. I like that.
0: So, what did you, have you, have you listened to West Side Gun before this? I I'd heard him in passing, but never. I heard
1: a little bit of Supreme Blind Tell, and then he had a project that dropped last year that everybody was really hot on, and I remember listening to a handful of tracks, but um, what I will say, like, the first impression I got from West Side Gun, not this project, but from projects that I had heard in the past, was it's very, it's lyrical, and it's cool, and I like the vibe, but it's just not something that I would normally throw on.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to be in the mood to listen to it. Right. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I first listened to this, like like I said, Virgil was the the reason that I went and sought it out, because I saw he tweeted it. And I was like, damn, who is this? And then I realized, okay, I've heard of him before. And then I saw, obviously, Tyler's on the fourth track.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Before we jump in, can I give a little bit, because it's a good point. Westside Gun is not somebody that we've talked about on here, but I did have a little bit from the wiki that I did want to bring up. So Westside Gunn, American rapper. His brother is um, Conway, which he's also on here. Their duo is Hale and Nash, and also um, Benny the Butcher is their cousin. Those those Them and a, a couple of other artists make up Griselda Records, which is referenced on here, and they put out a project last year that received a lot of attention as well. Um, they're from Buffalo, and they actually signed to... Shout out, Hale. that's
0: where all my family's from.
1: That's awesome. And, and That's right. Shout out to the Kobler clan up there in uh, Buffalo.
0: You can say that because it's a K, not a C.
1: Right, that's right.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but but yeah they did they did sign the shady records too
0: cool i'll be honest the first two tracks like th- that four million plus tax intro i was like in, i think more billion, so
1: million dude yeah
0: i'm thinking to myself like i mean i don't know him so i don't know his aesthetic like i i don't really know his landscape the soundscape that he tries to make I was kind of like irritated, like, who the fuck is this talking? Mm. Then the second track, and he's, he does have it, it, takes you a minute to kind of get acclimated to a style. But then once George Bondo came up with his family, Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher, which I'm yeah. glad you said that because I did not know that they were related. Yeah, that's why then I felt it like started, it was important. Yeah, to bring then it up. started to pick up. There's not a feature on here that doesn't miss, in my opinion.
1: No, I agree. With, I mean, Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano, the fact that you got Rock Marciano to rap in 2020, I mean, that's great. Um,
0: Boldy I, James who we I, we have not done a review of him but we've mentioned, mentioned. him like in the Whatcha in segments at the end of the episodes talked about him quite frequently obviously we speak very highly of Tyler and Joey Badass um, I really like this a lot but like you said it is hard to. it's not something that you would listen to ordinarily all the time I
1: think this one is much more something that I would spin regularly than some of his past projects uh, what I really what really hit me about his voice and his delivery, though, initially, was, oh, my God, this is Action Bronson.
0: I think that's just like that kind exactly. of that sound. Exactly. It's just
1: that region. I think yeah. it has to do it's a lot New with York. just that accent. Yeah. Because even Joey Badass, you could say, could hit that Ghostface killer. I mean, yeah. Action Bronson got c- compared to him all the time. So after I, I took that step back and said, well, you know, they're all from New York, it was, it was a lot easier to dive in and... What I will say that I mean this project and the baby's project, they're very similar in length. They're both thirteen tracks. Um, the difference being the diversity in beat production or in in beat choices here and and production is just. I think it's high quality start to finish, and I have a tendency to like that sort of more boom bap. Yeah, we
0: we I think most people if you keys. listen regularly, you know like where that's where we like hip hop. Yeah. I like it
1: in that I think this is almost like a Golden Age style of a rap album. And even if you look at Tyler the Creator's feature, for example, I thought that was a Tyler with the green hat feature.
0: Yeah. I yeah. don't
1: think it was a Igor or even a Flower Boy style feature. This is definitely a throwback Tyler. Joey Badass and him, I would love to see a in whole yeah, pro-era and Griselda oh, yeah. collaboration. Could you imagine that? That would be crazy. That would be amazing.
0: And that's another thing, too. Like, obviously, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine are regional features. And you, you, if you've listened to either of them, you know that because that's just that's their sound. But for Tyler, who's a West Coast dude, to hop on this New York sound and kill it, that's incredible. Yeah. And Tyler... Even Wale. Like, when I saw Wale's feature, I was man, like, no, nah, no. Nah, 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 that's nah, one nah, of my nah, favorite Wale. tracks. Yeah.
1: That's one of my favorite tracks. And Wale, man, I am so happy... And shout out to Joyce, um, jo- Joyce. what's her name, Joyce Rice, mm-hmm. w- W-R-I-C-E. That that track had so much uh, chemistry between all three of the artists, and it goes to show you you can make a more commercial-sounding track, but not sacrifice lyrical quality, and also even that boom-bap style is still sort of present yeah. in there.
0: And that, I'm glad you said that, because that's something, too, that... This is this project's not going to get the credit that it deserves, and we said that about. I, I, I hate that we've forgotten this guy's name twice. The guy, it's got like the snow on the cover. We've did, we did this, like, Billy three Woods. episodes. Yeah, Billy, Billy Woods. Woods. Like, yes. artists like this, even Freddie Gibbs to an extent. Like, there's a lot of really talented people in this. Freddie Gibbs
1: has bandana. I think that got yeah. a lot of eclectic. There's
0: a lot of people kind of in this lane that don't get the credit they deserve because of how saturated, like, the trap sound is. And he's a
1: butcher. Benny yeah. And a butcher's last project.
0: Yeah, and it was huge, but it didn't get the... Really, is not getting the credit, in my yeah. eyes, that it really deserves. I, I will... I will... That's kind of, old head music.
1: No, nah, I will kind of... Disagree a little bit and say that their movement is just now picking up steam. Um, I am seeing people reacting to this project. Um, I saw I saw Pitchfork had reviewed it. Complex has reviewed it, so I do think it's slowly picking up more traction. Uh, I think I think this will definitely put them on the map. I mean, look at all the features you have on here. Yeah. It is a star-studded album from pretty much start to
0: finish. Yeah, I liked it a lot, it definitely pushed me to go back and listen to more of his music. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I I'd listen to him in passing. Not, like if if I passed a dude on the street, I would not say, "Oh, that's West Side Gun." I'd yeah. just walk past him like yeah. an ordinary dude.
1: And then and then you start like playing his music in front of him, and he might do that cheeky like turn around. Oh, I see, and then just keep walking. He probably say, <laughs> <laughs> um, "I thought I liked the first no vacancy and um, George George Bondo, um, but three two seven was really to what caught my ear. What,
0: what other? Doesn't Tyler have a song of his own that is like a three digit number? Five four one or something? You remember he that? He has.
1: Yeah, it was on. It was on Goblin. It was a single. It was a no, no, no. It was on Goblin. It was a instrumental. Oh
0: song. yeah, that's a different one. Then that's. I'm thinking of something completely different. This oh, is okay. one that he put out that was a single. I'll find it for you. Um,
1: but he did have like an all instrumental track too and i'm
0: glad that this that he's catching on because i went back this dude's put out multiple projects every year and full length projects not Supreme like a little like
1: tell i heard is like the one yeah it was it, like it was like 2018 album of the year on some people's list
0: okay damn i didn't know that
1: so i think he's just a bit more underground
0: Four three five. Oh okay do you I remember that album art?
1: barely mark? Barely.
0: From 2018. When I saw that I was like doesn't
1: he have another three digit number? 327 might be an area code. It probably is. It probably is. Um, But that that song in particular I liked there's not really a feature on here that misses. There's not a song on here that sticks out in a negative way. Um, This album has a very good flow from start to finish. Yeah. Um, It's very cohesive. It feels like it was made within the same sort of time frame. It doesn't. Sometimes a lot of albums nowadays feel like they are cherry picking from a studio session.
0: Do you think also, too, that has something to do with how big an artist is? Like, I think it, the bigger you get, obviously, the more responsibilities, the more like sponsorships, appearances you have to make. West Side Gun is obviously a little bit less exposure. Do you think he has more time to focus? And, and like really make use of your studio sessions.
1: I think you have artists who are real studio, real album artists, like Tyler, like West Side Gun, like, a, um, like Kendrick, and then you have artists who are touring artists. Travis Scott, even I would say, kind of not Kanye so much, but, but more so like a gun, our little baby. Um, and it's not, not even saying like trap versus boom bag. It's just there are some artists who definitely seem to enjoy the process behind making a, an album. And Eminem I can... too. Even, even, like, even though you don't like everything he puts out, he seems like an album artist.
0: And th- I'm glad you said that because something I noticed about West Side Gun when I was going through and looking at all the albums he has, there was not a single album's album art that did not catch my eye. Like, all of his album art is so complex. Everything's
1: like, thought out. Yes. It's meticulous. And that's the thing. Like, even Tyler. Like, Flower Boy, Igor, Cherry Bomb, Goblin, Bastard.
0: Yeah, none, all of, the, them, none of them really they lacked don't miss. in any aspect. Like, he
1: doesn't miss. And he's only gotten bigger, and his quality of music has gotten better. Yeah. Even Igor, He's grown
0: with his infrastructure. And even has. as you go back, you're like, damn, the, he's doing stuff on bastard that hes you still see elements of on Igor and Flower Boy.
1: He built on himself. Yeah. Kendrick, if you look at his his progression, he's a bit more like I would say Kanye where each album has its own headspace. Yeah, it's very different and he changes with each one. But no, I don't I don't think getting bigger. If anything I would say that getting bigger affords you the luxury of spending more time on your projects because you you have more I guess more room to sort of think and put out a cohesive album maybe
0: i was kind of thinking about the other day like how difficult it would be to put an album together if you're like that big like you have to go on press runs and like promote it like at what point are you like okay no. I'm, I'm tired of fucking talking but also about look this
1: at, look at how much the press run has changed i think drake, yeah, it's all digital now drake if you look at when he first did if you're reading this it's too late that was really the first time a hip-hop artist and before that it was beyonce um who did the surprise drop yeah
0: shock drops and
1: after that Everybody sort of said, "Holy shit!" Except Tiger tried to do the shock drop and went triple copper. But um, but other than other than Tiger's misstep, and he we love Nickel you, plated. We love you, Tiger. You were you went triple quintuple styrofoam on that one. Um, but
0: You're <laughs> talking about what what album? The gold album? album.
1: It was the gold album. It was a Spotify exclusive. Uh, I guarantee you haven't even listened. To haven't it. exactly. Um, but I think Drake really sort of showed that hey, our name and. With streaming, you don't have to... Yeah, you have to have a name front. to do that. Yeah, but even um, even somebody like a West Side Gun, Griselda Records, I would say, has a cult-like following, and they're only getting bigger. And if you're putting out projects of this caliber... You don't have to worry about going on the fucking radio station for somebody to go, Welcome to 105.9, yeah. the jig. I'm here with West Side Guns. It's gun. Whatever.
0: I'm here with Gunna. West Side Gunna.
1: <laughs> I'm here with Gunna and Little Baby. Tell us about the project. Uh, that that sort of model is very antiquated and is only becoming more and more antiquated as we have the internet. Assholes like us can set up a podcast, review it, get views, get clicks, and that is just, that's equal amount of publicity to Yeah, them, you know, good or bad. And that's the thing about the internet. You decentralize everything. You allow people to give their thoughts raw and uncut. And you don't have to worry about going on Hot 97 for Rosenberg to suck your cock for two minutes. It just is not likes necessary. Likes yeah, if he likes you or he calls you an anti-Semite like he did for Jay Electronica. But I won't go into that. What I'm saying is, you don't need that. Welcome format. to the Anti Rosenberg podcast. <laughs> and Z- and Paul Rosenberg Zane Lowe. not Peter. Oh, Zane Lowe with the West Side Gun Project. Oh, man. Listen, ah. let me tell you something. Zane Lowe's grown on me a little bit. He hasn't grown on me at all, but. I, I can see what you're saying.
0: I think it depends on he's the artist. He's artist friendly. Yeah. He's artist friendly. I think it depends on the artist that he's reviewing. Yeah. Like, yeah, if it's not an artist you don't like, if it's just an artist you're kind of eh on, you're like, okay, dude, quit freaking singing his praises. <laughs> but, like, the interview he did with Tyler, I think is one of my favorite Tyler interviews because you can really tell, like, how much I think Zane Lowe does like
1: Tyler. There are good there are good interviews that artists do, but I just think that that model is, is less and less required. And
0: I think days. also, like, the platform that Zane Lowe's doing now, where he's kind of going to your setting, like we saw him do with Kanye. Like, Tyler's was kind of, like, outside. Like, I think that... like the Kanye interview, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. God, that's so long. It is.
1: Back to West Side
0: Gun, though. Um, What what were some of your favorite tracks?
1: uh, I would say 327, French Toast, um, 500 Ounces, that Freddie Gibbs feature is outstanding. Um... Sean versus Flair, uh, I loved all the Ric Flair references. Yeah, kind of I like Sean vs.
0: Flair a lot. The project, and um, there was one more. I like party with
1: pop smoke too. Yeah, the ending to that track was really funny. The way that girl came in and started talking about how she really likes these like hood dudes. Yeah, but she can see God in their eyes, even though they're demons and they're evil and all this stuff. No,
0: I, I thought I, that was really. I like Sean versus Flair. Um, I liked five hundred ounces, uh, three two seven was good. I I tricked myself when I saw it coming on. I was like, holy shit, he's got Tyler and Billie Eilish. Like (laughs) This is going to be weird. And and then it wasn't her. Um, You saw Rock Marciano. For better or for worse. Um,
1: 327 I think is... Probably my favorite track.
0: Yeah, and I think it's too, like, obviously Joey Badass being in that New York scene has a lot of chemistry with West Side Gun. Tyler and Joey have a lot of chemistry together. And I, I just think as, as a cohesive feature, I think, between that and the Freddie Gibbs, that's probably your best features on the album. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think, too, to get some of that exposure and maybe kind of... I, I hate using the word penetrate, but to kind of get some of the listeners that maybe you wouldn't get... I think having Tyler on a track wale, I think it kind of exposes you to somebody who may not have listened. Right. And when you have a track that's so cohesive as three two seven and five hundred dollar ounces, like I think that is is good that's a good look for West Side Gun. I would
1: say this is his first mainstream offering.
0: And I think And it's really it's not even that mainstream. Like but if you'd have seen a bunch of like like the artists like the baby, right, like you'd have been like okay this, is that he selling his soul on this though. like <laughs> he he picked mainstream enough people without quote selling his soul
1: wale is mainstream uh,
0: i say was. hesitantly yeah he <laughs> yeah. was come I, on i think he's lost a lot of stock okay yes but, a lot but he,
1: once in a while while comes with a big
0: that's soul. that's a dude that'll piss you off just yeah. like Lil yachty it
1: makes no sense
0: Oh, can God. can be so good at times, but then the other time just kind of looking at him like, really, dude?
1: I don't want to put any effort into this song. <laughs> you really did this? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Yachty whenever he goes to the studio. No, nah, I'm not going <laughs> to do that.
0: I just want to eat pizza. It'll make you so mad. Put out a half-ass
1: track. You look as good as Oprah's Bank account.
0: <laughs> I like that one. You know it's cute. You know? uh, I like Playborn, or er, Playborn, Clayborn Kick. Playboy Cardi. No, <laughs> Clayborn <laughs> Kick also with Boldy James.
1: Start to Finish. I'm this is gonna be in my it, it definitely my mid year top ten. I think it will roll over into my year end.
0: We'll see what happens. There's a lot of year left.
1: We're in we're in April right now. Yeah. And closing in on May. If Playboy Cardi listen, I'm threatening you right now. If you don't hey, hey, this is just me and you talking. Nobody else is listening. All right. If you don't come out with a fucking album next Monday, I'm I'm yeah, gonna man. be very upset.
0: It ain't gonna happen. So,
1: i be very upset. Oh, the right. only
0: thing that's concrete is that May 2nd, you'll all have a new album, to listen to. That's, that's right. all I know. That's I can't right. tell you Millennial about I can't tell you about Playboard Cardi.
1: Millennial Mastermind is making it in my top 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 five. Maybe. Top five we'll all
0: see. time. Um <laughs> anything else you gotta say about West Side Gun?
1: Great, great offering, great project. If you're fans of us, you'll definitely love Pray for Paris. Um it's it's really a wonderful listen start to finish. I have no bad tracks on here.
0: No. It for me it's an eight and I think because of the reason that you had to be in the mood to go back and listen to it is not something that you're like, oh let's put on that West Side gun. Oh we're having a party, let's put on that West Side gun. This like, is it's a nine
1: point five and I'm throwing West Side Gun on and everybody's Glocks better come out and they better match their sneakers. If you're coming to my parties, bring your Glocks, make sure they match your
0: sneakers. Alright, I'll have to wear those uh, green. Continental ladies when coming over with the Hell clock. Yeah.
1: Oh. I give it. I would actually in real in reality I would give it a nine. I think that's it's it really grew on me. The more and more listens I'm giving it, the more I'm able
0: to just yeah, put it, it in my rotation. It, it, this will probably be on my mid year, and like you said, we'll see what happens with the rest of the year. If it makes the the year end, um, it'll definitely be a probably a, an honorable mention. If it does get cut, um, and it may grow on me. Yeah. I, I mean, we've only listened. It came out last week. It's not been out long, so. Yeah. It's only gonna get more listens, so. Absolutely,
1: but you know he's not getting cut out of my list. Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats on my I've
0: not even gentlemen. heard of that. <laughs> Have we talked about that? <laughs> I
1: think we did. I think we mentioned Ken- it
0: Who's Denzel Curry?
1: Denzel Curry and is
0: that Kenny- Steph's brother?
1: Kenny beat it up. <laughs> hey.
0: Kenny's blowing up. I'm sure that dude's beating it up just fine. well yeah, six five. So what you been listening to? We do another segment. We're gonna hit you with another whatcha what you been spinning
1: I've been I've been really spinning um I went back to Future's Purple Rain dropped on Apple Music at me Playboy Yeah Cardi. what's the
0: uh was it 56 nights just got put on Apple Music like two one weeks was before on that for A while ago yeah. yeah
1: two weeks um uh leader of the delinquents Kid Cudi. uh that yes. single
0: Jesus Did you, you liked I told Tabitha a lot, huh? like two weeks ago I said I don't care what any other rapper is doing right now in this like Quarantine shit I said as long as Kid Cudi's working I'm happy And then like Two days later Leader of the delinquents Comes out
1: It And I think That's one of the more It's it's definitely A throwback to Like a man on the moon too. Yes
0: I hope I hope he's going Back to that
1: I It's, it's I really hope so too To be honest and I don't
0: like to, to say that To be fair Yesterday was 420 So yes We're gonna listen to Some Kid Cudi essentials And soundtrack to my life Came on And I was listening to it A little more like Differently than I usually yeah. do Yeah uh, Um and he's kind of like, and that song to me kind of justifies how bad Speeding Bullet to Heaven was. Because he's kind of talking about like what I'm, w- the music you're getting from me literally is the soundtrack to my life. So maybe he was just really, I don't know, in a shitty place because that album he was, was really trouble. shitty.
1: Well, you remember when he, that was sort of when he was coming off of um, Kanye's Good Music. And there was yeah, a lot of, he had
0: the, like, he was going into rehab for some mental illness some, issues. Yeah. So whatever, I- I'm not a huge fan of that album, as 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 are most people that Tyler, have ears.
1: Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy made it back into my rotation. Yes, beautiful, sir.
0: Beautiful, listen, start to finish. Boredom, Oh yes,
1: and R. I. P. To Juice World, Death Race for Love. Man, there's some hits on that on that project that I forgot about. Bee's knees is yeah. phenomenal. And um, uh, lastly, King Cruel's Man Alive. Uh, little non hip hop suggestion for you guys okay what about you? let's
0: see let's see what Apple says I've been listening to see I'll, I'll read it too if it's Taylor Swift I'm gonna tell you
1: we are never ever ever getting oh, so today. you know
0: a couple of weeks ago we wrote into the power but it's really toxic by Britney Spears or right. toxic but it's really powered by Kanye West mm-hmm. I went and found oh, so we yeah, listened to more um, it was bad and bougie mixed with you belong with me Taylor Swift incredible <laughs> it's phenomenal that's awesome
1: shout so go, out to that yeah, dude
0: go check that out um, let's see if you, if you have if you follow me on uh, Apple Music I did change my profile picture again those are always weirdest eccentric <laughs> pictures um, I don't know why okay here we go this thing's taking forever we are on we are on airplane mode oh sorry guys oh is this what is this <laughs> I've not heard this. Is this something new? Is this that guy that does the cave? Denzel Curry. Kenny Beats Unlocked
1: forever, Dude, do you just not remember what you're listening to?
0: No, I mean, I was just going to read it because I'm sure there is some embarrassing things on there. Um, All right, here we go. So recently played, been listening to my own music. Um, you threw some
1: supreme supreme blind Tell Yeah, on there. I went
0: because I, I went and played a couple tracks off of there. Um, Mike Dean behind the boards. It's an Apple curated playlist. It, if you like Mike Dean and you like the the sound of hip hop right now, go listen to it. There's a lot of songs on there. And that if you don't know you who, who Mike know, Dean is,
1: You're look idiot. at Travis Scott's career. That's who made it.
0: I want to talk. Why are you talking about that? First of all, Fader put up the most ignorant tweet I've ever seen. Fader put out.
1: Oh, Kanye West, of Kanye
0: West collaborator, coll- collaborator, collaborator, <laughs> <Apparator>, Mike <laughs> collaborator, Mike Dean puts out his first studio album. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to say that? Yeah, Kanye probably would have fell off sooner if there was no Mike Dean. Yeah, Mike Dean
1: really is. He's he's sort of like a uh, he's uh, what's his name? Uh,
0: Rick. He's kind of like Rick Rubin, Rubin, very behind the scenes, yes. but is very influential. So I I have I went back and listened to Supreme Blind Tell a little bit. What was the track that I went and listened to off of there? I don't remember. I listened to it on the way home from work today. It just kind of give me some background. Obviously, been listening to "Blame It on Baby." Meet the Wu Two made itself back into rotation. I
1: did throw that one on too, with uh that. Song shake with the
0: room. Quavo. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the one with Quavo. Yeah, shake the room. Um, I added a 420 playlist by Def Jam. Pretty good. There's okay. Pretty good songs on there. Um, been listening to Mike Dean's 420 album. Been listening. If you have Apple Music, I've been utilizing the radio station quite a bit. Uh Went back and listened to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, spun the new Ozzy Osbourne album a little bit, and still the the Shimmy Sh- single by... Sh- um, Sh- what Pronounce his name for me, please. Aminé? Yeah. That made itself back into to rotation. Shout
1: out to Aminé.
0: That that's brazy. That, song that was, song's that song crazy. Hits. hits. Very much yes. so. All right. So, for the new listeners, we do another segment to end everything off. Kind of leave you with a nice little note. We've got this little writing prompt book a that we read. Yeah, we we'll read a question and then we both give our answer. Have you ever made anything by hand? What was it? And if you say an orgasm, I'm gonna smack the <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> I wasn't
1: even gonna go there. Uh, have I made anything by hand? Um, I I don't if, think so. If you don't, it's, uh, been, it's been like a minute since I've done it. Maybe a birdhouse, but I was a kid, so I don't.
0: What about the beats you were sending me? I made, made some, those music. Hey,
1: okay, I was gonna ask you if computer stuff yeah. counts because I I wrote I wrote some code. I made a calculator. I have made I made some beats that I only sent to Jake just out of some loops on GarageBand. I'm not a producer, but yeah, yeah, I guess that those count. But I'm not really like you know nail and hammer making anything. But you definitely have.
0: Yeah, I I'm more of like a repurposer. Like there's a palette on the wall that I kind of like deconstructed and put up the clo- hang clothes on. You made your um, own shelf for the TV. Yeah, I like made my own, own, own shelf department. for the TV. Made a shelf for this like vintage audio setup I've got, um, and then I was gonna say music, really.
1: Yeah, that's, a lot that, of
0: music. that's kind of buying. I mean, nowadays, twenty twenty, what what do you do that doesn't involve electronics or technology? Right. Yeah, uh, nobody would classify much. that. But no, doing stuff like that, I think, is rewarding. Like, just even if you go, like, just do like manual labor outside of like your normal job. I think that's rewarding, just doing something different and getting out of, like, the norm of your daily life.
1: That actually has a lot to do with what I've been researching about uh, dopamine resets. Um, a lo- I've been reading sort of about a lot of, I'm trying to get rid of a lot of bad habits in my life and just taking this time. Like making
0: orgasms with your hand? Yeah,
1: that is a big <laughs> problem. Um, but, <laughs> but also just uh, looking at a lot of things that I do that are instantly gratifying, like, you know, lot, watching a t- lot of TV, not reading enough, not doing things that Sometimes. are challenging. You know, um, it's it's really important. Like when when we talk about coding, and when you talk about making music, for example, coding is like incredibly difficult. And I remember when I showed my dad the calculator, and it was working, and I could add, divide, multiply. I told him, I said, I've never looked at anything more beautiful than this code, and he goes, Yeah, because it you worked you did at it, it. yeah. yeah. And I, and that sort of dopamine hit that you get from creating a song and being able to play it five and six times and get people's reaction or getting to see like any sort of fruits of your labor. Um, I was talking to one of my friends, and she started a garden recently. And I told her, I said, there's nothing more like rewarding than being able to go outside and work with your hands. And she like, had, had her own compost. Yeah. And anything that sort of takes time... The reward afterwards is, is so much more gratifying than like eating shitty food or watching TV and just getting that little burst or, yeah, I mean, checking even your phone 30 minutes a day, even to, just
0: to put it in the aspect of food, we've already kind of talked about like cooking and, and eating out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, cooking is going to take you probably 30 minutes longer, but like when you're done, you feel like you physically you feel better and you just feel better knowing like ah, I did this,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's um, being able to just. So the fruits of your labor. Yeah. You know, that it's really important and that is lacking in a lot of this era of emphasis on convenience. Oh, yeah. Um, convenience yeah, and instant well,
0: gratification. One of the biggest, quote, fears of coronavirus was that the internet was going to collapse. Right. And everybody's like, what are we going to do without the internet? Well, you did 20 years ago, you <laughs> n- numpty. I would only not be able to play my 2K
1: player. I wouldn't be able to access oh, him, God. and that really would have... <laughs>
0: Yeah, you'd be so sad for you not to be able to dunk over LeBron, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> i scored score 78 points in the playoffs, dude, don't
0: mess with me. <laughs> Fucking LaMelo ball over here. <laughs> Cherry picking for 99. Yeah. Um, sure. No, like, I think another example to that is my car. Like, when I, like, if you look at the before and after pictures, like, the car was cool when I bought it. It was, like, very stock. It's sexy now. Now it's even cooler. And, like, any little thing that I do, like, by hand, I was like, damn, I did that, like... I stopped by the guy that I bought it from the other day. He was out cutting grass. So I was like, oh, you probably want to see it. And I pull in. He's like, man, how did, you, how did you get the paint like this? And I was like, I buffed it for 12 hours. <laughs> and like, as I was doing it, it was miserable. You're, like, you're using this orbital buffer that's shaking in your arms. Like, you just feel numb for like two days, covered in like orange because that wax is slinging paint off at you. But then when he's like, man, how did you get the paint like this? I, I would have never thought you could do that. And I was like, no, it just took 12 hours. Yeah. And, and it's gratifying when you're done.
1: It's, it's anything that's like a big project is, is really, really rewarding. And, you know, it's important not to bite off more than you can chew. And it's not that you can't engage in instant gratificate, gratifying activities, but it's really important to try and do stuff that's difficult. Yeah. You know, I think even like weight loss is really the ultimate form of a long-term goal, sort of, like, materializing
0: Yeah, and that, too, is is more so being able to set, like, attainable goals. Right. Like, when I bought that car, I had a list of, like, 18... I mean, it was huge, the list of stuff I wanted to do to it. And you just slowly got to do the same thing with weight loss. Like, a lot of people start off strong. Yeah.
1: Dude, the podcast. Look at... I mean, like, look how much... And this is mainly... I would say this is mainly Jake's. Like, Jake really is the one behind all the production. And um, we started out with a microphone dangling off
0: yeah just off a shelf in a corner, yeah, in a corner, of, a corner of a room
1: with no soundproofing or anything and then now it's like jake has built this like legit studio that has a beautiful just vibe and we're like surrounded in a room of stars right now and travis scott merch everywhere and the beach house three signed <laughs> poster over there i mean he's really ty doll sign is
0: actually here <laughs> he's, I know.
1: he's in the corner right now dude i can believe it um, they're gonna record. He might be on the new project. Maybe. But just Beach House even...
0: Four. <laughs> you got a feature on Beach House Four? That's awesome. Oh no, shit! I probably let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. I have to run that. Now ride. you're not,
1: Now he's gonna take you off of it because you leaked it, dude. Great job.
0: No, but yeah, that the podcast is a good example, and Maybe. I think if three it, years we've been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: amazing.
0: It does help too that like a lot of the equipment is dual purpose. Like when we're done with the podcast, I have a whole separate setup for the music that I make. So it, and it is it, like it's come a long way from literally being in a corner when we moved out of that area we were recording in it went to a closet that was like recording in a shoe it was so, so hot, hot. <laughs> it was horrible. So, hot. so hot so hot man. Yeah.
1: but yeah and, and and then you know when you move on from here who knows what, what we could do No but when,
0: when I move out of this place the studio will be permanent and yeah. it will be wild
1: Yeah I I I have no doubt in that do you have anything else to say to people? I don't.
0: People? I don't have anything else for them. Stay tuned. Hopefully, the next episode maybe come next week if Playboy Cardi drops.
1: <laughs> if not,
0: stop. going
1: hey. Hey. to take no. Res- you know what? We're riding out. We're riding out to at me. <laughs> okay. We'll ride out to that. We'll ride out to Atme. me. You can't tease him with any more Millennial Mastermind. Please be on the lookout for that. It'll be on our. It'll be on our podcast page. You'll be able yes. to check it out and
0: may 2nd
1: and let me tell you guys something this is by far your best project yet. yeah it's it,
0: it's weird. we kind of talked about uh west side gun where it's a full album and like everything was thought of that's how this is yeah. the the first the self-titled i did before was kind of like the stepping stone to this like there were a lot of elements on that one that i was like ah, i can expound on those. everything
1: has been stepped up i would say lyrically you, you've got some catchy ass hooks and production you
0: know yeah I I found some good you found some good I found some good type type beats beats. you don't have to say
1: that dude Uh, anyways the production choices were very were very good I'm I'm very proud of you and I can't wait for everybody to listen to the project
0: so if you want to hear it at me
1: let's go Playboy Cardi's dropping next week guys I can feel it no he's not I can feel it guys baby boo baby and boo baby
0: was in die Tasche? Was in die Tasche?